Nundalad Amud Beis, two lines from the bottom. Shal Reb Chanina Ben Agil S, and I underlined here Reb Chia Bar Abba. Neima, why? Bedibras Harishainos. There were two times that the Aseres Adibras are mentioned in the Chumash, once in Shmais, once in Dvarim. So why Bedibras Harishainos loy ne'emar bahem? And I put one word in quotation marks. Tov doesn't say the word tov, as opposed to kamu bedibras hachreinos, the, when the Aseris Dibras repeated in Dvarim, ne'emar bahen, it says, uh, quote, tov, end quote. By kibbut avaim, in the uh, Dibras hachreinos, it says, by kibbut avaim, laman yitav lach, so that it will be uh, good for you, it doesn't say that by the Rishonis. That was the question. Amar loy, so the response um, by Rav Bar Abba is, Interesting response. Ad sha'atashoaleni lama nemar bahem toiv. Forget about asking me uh, why it says the word tov in the second uh, um, the second sarasadi brace. Sha'aleni, you should ask me. Nemar bahem toiv imlav. Does it say tov or not? Sheini idea. I don't know. Imnemar bahem toiv imlav. Whether it says tov or not. However, I can recommend that you go to somebody else. What was unique about Rabbi Tanchum Ben Chayiloi? Well, he used to spend a lot of time with Rabbi Yoshua. I double underline Rabbi Yoshua Ben Levi. Shaya Baki Bagada. He was an expert. Rabbi Yoshua Ben Levi is an expert, and he might know the reason for this one. Okay, it's interesting. Um, one shot I heard on. Uh, before you ask me if it says Tov, ask me if I even know if it does it say Tov or not. What do you mean? Like The Amoy Rahim knew it was in a psukim, for sure. Um, tov big gematra is 17, and there are uh, 17 more words when the uh, Dibros Achroinus are uh, written in Sefer Dvarim than there are if you count the words in um, the Dibros Achroinus in Sefer Shmais. Um... Now, the question also could very well be that although the Chumash reports what the Dibrish Rishonah said and the Dibrish Rishonah said, who says that's what actually was etched into the Luchos? Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. We assume it was basically around the same, or about the same. In any event, um, go ask Rabbi um, Baruch So, Azul Agabe, Rav Hananya ben Agil went to uh, and he said to him, uh, well, it's interesting you ask, because I didn't actually hear anything from Yeshua, however, I did hear from Shmuel Bar Nachum, who's the brother of the mother, in other words, the uncle of Ravacha Reb Amri, there are those who say it was Avi Imoy, actually the father of the mother of, in other words, the grandfather of Achi Reb Chanina, you know why the um, first luchos didn't have the word tov in it because those luchos, it was like we knew, or in the end they were going to be smashed, and we wouldn't want to smash tov. I guess. Well, one second. my Like, okay, so they were destined to be smashed, or in the end they got smashed. Like, so what? Amravasi. Well, tov isn't just any word. Chas v'shalom, paska tova miyisroel. Like, uh, far be it. From reality, that we would want to have the good, so to speak, cease from Israel. Period.
I'm Rabbi Shua. I double underline Rabbi Shua again because there's another Rabbi Yeshua uh, member that we're bringing over here, probably Rabbi Shua ben Levi. And on the first wide line, uh, there's also another Rabbi Shua ben Levi. We double underline that. So here's the second of three Rabbi Shua ben Levi members. I'm Rabbi Shua ben Levi. If somebody has a dream and they see the uh, letter Tess in a dream, Simen Yafeloi. That's a good uh, sign for them. My time, Mano, why is that? Well, if it's because, um, well, Tess is uh, the first letter in the word Tov, good. Well, there's other words in the uh, Tanakh that have like lots of Tessin in them, and uh, they're not so good. Ema, how about this pasuk in uh, Isaiah? Va and they will be, uh, I will sweep her away with the broom of destruction. That's not so positive. So what do we say to that? Well, answer, Chad Tess Kamrina. We're only talking about if somebody in their dream sees one single letter Tess. Well, even that, who says that's a good sign? Ema, maybe like uh, in, in Eicha, you have the uh, uh, term Tum Asa Bishuleha. Her, her impurity is, is on her on her hem, on, on, on the bottom part of her, uh, her clothing. That, that's not a positive pasuk. Well, true, that starts with a test. However, test bays come in and answers the Gemara that we're talking about the uh, letter test, but also with the letter bays. Well, is that always good? Ema, Tavu Barat Shahara. We have another pasuk in Eva that, uh, in Eicha, excuse me, that has um, a test and a base. Tavu means like to sunk in or sink down. Uh, sunk down into the uh, ground were her gates. That's, that's a terrible uh, phrase. Um, Ella? So we squiggle on around the yellow, we come on to like a, a slightly new direction in understanding this. The reason why if someone sees a test in their dream, it's a good sign. Hayal upasach by a class of letoiva tchila. Since the first time the um, pasuk from the beginning of Bracious, chapter 1, verse 1, has the letter tes, uh, is letova. Um, Shemi Bracious, Va'ad, until the Pasuk of Vayar Elohim Esaor, Loksiv Tes. But the first test that's written is Vayar Elohim Esaor, Ki Tov. So the first time that letter appears, which we know is a general concept, which we can apply to Chumash, the first time a letter appears, the first time a word appears, um, the first time a concept appears, is uh, is very significant. Period. Vam Rabbi Shubin Levi, I double under his name, Haraya Hesped Bechalaymai. Somebody who sees literally that word, just the word, doesn't see a eulogy, he sees the word hesped. Um, you know what, what that uh, indicates? I double underline the ches and the samach of chasu, and then four words later, I double underline the pei and dalid of upedauhu. It's basically like a notricon. Um, chasu, they spared Allah min from heaven, upedauhu, and they redeemed him. Vahanimili, like we just said um, when we uh, started this memra, Biksava. It's that you're seeing the word written out in your dream. Back to the mission of the mission. Uh, it's in this place that Rebbe um, was teaching us through the, this particular Mishnah that Tarnagal, Tavas, Upisuni, they're all kind of in the same family um, a, a rooster, a peacock. And a fisuni, maybe a pheasant, kilayim zebazet, to have them um, uh, breed uh, one with the other would be kilayim. So the Gemara says, pshita. Well, like, of course it would be. They're different birds. Well, 
not so Mishum, since de Ravu Bahadi Hadadi, since they do now Ravu might mean that they mate sometimes with one another. Um, maybe they're all living together, but let's just say they mate with one another. Maldatemi might have thought to say min chadu. Well, if they like on their own mate with each other, then it's really one species. Kamash Milan, it is not. Amar Shmuel, avaz v'avaz habar, the goose and the wild goose, kilayim zebazeh, would be kilayim to um, uh, interbreed them. Maskiflar ravabar ravnasen, I underline ravabar ravnasen's name. My time, what's the reason that they're kilayim? The goose and the wild goose. One has a long beak, one has a short beak. Really, that makes enough of a difference. If that's the case, then the old Gamla Parso, Gamla Taya, the Persian camel and the Arabian camel, one has a thick, you could say maybe a beak, but maybe it's like a thick neck. Or thick snout, the high cotton quin one has a very thin or short uh, snout or neck. Hachinami You're going to say those two are kilayim, one with the other? Like they're, they're clearly not. Ella here's the reason. I squiggle underline the Ella. Elamar Abaye. Circle the Abaye, called him number one. In the middle of the next line is Rapapa. I circled him, called him number two. Two shot him. Here's what's going on. Amar Abaye. Um, by the uh, birds, the uh, Tarnagol, the Tavas, the Pisuni, Zebetzav mi Bachutz, Zebetzav mi Bifnim. The uh, male um, bird has its um, Beitzim, its testicles, um, external from its body. That's the uh, wild Avas. And Zeb, the um, other uh, Avas, the just a, a regular one, Zebetzav mi Bifnim, it has its testicles uh, internally. Rapapa is a different distinction. I start with Rapapa, he's number two. Uh, Rapapa Amar, ha, the, the female uh, of Azbar, te'unachada be'asa be'shichla. It lays one egg and then doesn't lay another egg until that egg hatches. So like one egg per brood. And I don't know what the gestation period is, uh, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, whatever it is, then another egg is not laid. As opposed to Vaha, the regular old uh, Avaz uh, goose, Tuuna Kama Beyasa Bishikla will lay one egg and then another and another, and then maybe sit on, you know, three or four or however many eggs it lays. Period. Amra Biyam Yam Rishlakish. Hamar Biyashne Minim Shebiyam. Somebody who uh, cross uh, breeds uh, two species in the sea. Loika will get Malchus. Now, it's a big question. How exactly you crossbreed fish? Um, we might not be talking about fish. We might be talking about some other aquatic creature that um, uh, breeds differently. Or it could even be the Taisus has a gear, Sahamanig. And there's two types of key lion. There's crossbreeding, and then there's having the two of them do work. Usually it's like uh, two animals pulling a plow in a field, but this could be uh, also two aquatic animals uh, pulling at the same time. We get Malchus. Now, my timer, what's the reason? Amravadabarava, Mishme de Ula, Asya. Because we make exerashava, let me nehu, let me nehu, miyabasha. The beginning of Chumash and Bracious, Paragalaf, when it's talking about the creation of everything, it, it talks about the creation of the Behema Lemineu or Lemina or Lemino. And it also talks about the um, aquatic animals or those that are in the sea with the same word, and therefore we equate the two. Boy Rachva, Rachva asked the following question How about this? Imagine this. Imagine you have a road that's right next to the uh, water, like it runs across, uh, runs along. A uh, sea. 
So how about Hamanig Beiza Veshibuta Mahu? Let's say somebody has a little uh, cart and they're being pulled. They have it connected to a goat, which is on the land, and a shibuta, which is a fish, which is in the water, uh, maybe like a dolphin type thing, and, and the two of them are pulling this cart. What do we say? Mahu colon A, Onilma B, A, Miam Rinan. Do we say Kevin Deiza Leinachas Beyam? Um, goats don't usually go into the water. And fish don't come up to the dry land. Lo klum avad. You haven't really done anything. It's like not a problem. Bottom line, at the end of the day, these two things are together uh, pulling uh, the cart. So what do we say? Now, we don't say anything. We get attacked for even asking the question by Maskifla Ravina. Ravina says, one second. Why would this even be a question? Imagine you had a, uh, a wheat seed and a barley seed in your hand, and you're standing right on the border of uh, Israel and Chutzlaris, and you plant the chita, the wheat seed in Israel, where, at least according to some opinions, is where... Kilai's Roim applies, and the Sa'ira, the barley seed, it's like right next to it, but in it's like on the other side of that imaginary dotted line, you'd be high for Kilayim? Like, of course you wouldn't. Amri, so we actually reject that comparison. We say, one second, Haki Hashta. Hasam, when it comes to planting the two seeds, Aretz, like the land of Israel, Makam Chiyuva is the place where. Uh, you have to worry about Kilei's Raim, at least according to one opinion. However, outside the land of Israel, at least according to one opinion, there is no um, issue of Kilei's Raim. However, here, and all we're doing now is, I guess, reinstating the question, that uh, both the goat and the uh, fish are uh, places where Chiyuv would exist. If you have, let's say, you have a dolphin, and some other aquatic creature pulling you, or you have a goat and a uh, a bull pulling you, um, that would apply, and I think we leave the issue unresolved. Hadronalak Shoshanagach as ha-para. We start the sixth parak. Hakoines soin ledir v'nal b'faneha. You bring uh, the sheep into their corral, and you close the door properly, like the regular way. Kira'ui is a fitting to, like, keep him in. Vyatsva but the animal ends up going out and damaging. Putter, you, the one who put them into that area, is putter. It's enough that you did what you had to do. The requirement was to watch them, and, uh, like, what else were you supposed to do? Lonal bifan, however, if you, let's say, brought him into a corral in area, but didn't close the door properly... Or close the gate or the fence. Uh, the Yatsvezik and the animals end up going out and damaging. Chayev, you would be responsible for those damages. Slash. Nifritza Belila, if the fence was either opened or broken, the wall was broken at night, Oshipartsua list him, or bandits uh, broke uh, the wall, the Yatsa Vehezika, and then the animal ended up going out and doing damage. Potter, the uh, one who's usually responsible for the animal, would be. Potter, because nighttime, like, how's he supposed to know or see it? Or the listim come and do it at night? However, hoitzi uha listim, if the listim themselves take the animals out, then it, so to speak, they become responsible for the animals, and the listim chayavim would be uh, liable for any damages those animals caused. Kama, hinicha bechama, another case, if you left the animal uh, in the sun, and animals don't like being left in the sun, they like to be in the shade, like most creatures do. Um, or, or 
you gave over, let's say, the flock of sheep, the animals to a deaf mute, a crazy person, a minor, all of which don't have a proper halachic das, and then the animal goes and damages. Chayev, the person who was the responsible party here, the adult, will be chayev for damages their cause. However, Masra Laroya, if you handed over the animals to a like a professional shepherd, Niklas Laroya Tachtav, the one who's then taking the responsibility is the shepherd should those animals end up damaging anything while the animals are under his uh, watch. Slash. A and B. Nuffalagina, if the animal fell into like a total accident, slipped off, maybe it was on the roof of uh, where it's supposed to be, but then it fell over into the neighbor's uh, garden. Or it was in the Shusharabim, and the Shusharabim happened to be higher than the garden, and it fell over there, Venenis, and it, it got a benefit, Mishlemis Mashenenis. So it has to pay whatever the actual, like, real uh, benefit is, not like the value of what it damages. It's a lesser amount that has to be paid. Either it fell on something, it squished it, or it ate something in the garden there that it uh, fell on. Uh, comma B, Yarda Kedarka, however, if the animal goes down uh, in a regular way, didn't fall, the Hezekin does damage, then Meshalemis Mashezika, the payments have to be that which the actual damages are. Comma, case of Meshalemis Mashezika, how do you figure out what the actual damages are? There's like a lot of different ways to assess things. Well, Shaman Beisa, we assess the value of how much is, let's say, saw 50 Yama, 50 Yama, or 75, a, a re- relatively nice size area in that field. Well, how much uh, would it be worth if none of the um, produce were eaten by the animal or smushed by the animal? And how much is it worth now? And that's what has to be paid. Well, if the animal uh, fell into the other field and ate a fully uh, finished uh, produce, the uh, one who's responsible for the animal would have to compensate with full-fledged peros, imsa asaf, he ate like uh, 10 pounds, 10 pounds, imsa asaf, imsa asaf, he ate 20 pounds, 20 pounds. That is Rebbe Shimon. Um, okay. Tana Rabbanan. The Gemara Brings of Bryce goes for three lines. Ezu karoi ve'ezu shaloi karoi. We talked about if the person went in and closed the gate or the fence properly or improperly. Well, how do we define each one? Well, if it was closed, let's say, and it's a delicious, it's a, uh, a gate that can stand up to a typical 5 to 10 mile per hour common wind. That's considered fitting and good enough. If it's so flimsy that it would not be able to stand up to a standard 5 or 10 mile per hour wind, even though the person closed it, well, so what? That would be considered not fitting and responsible. That's the end of the Bryce. Amar of Mani Barpatish, Mantana. Now, who would be the Tanaic opinion? We had a Mishnah. Our Mishnah didn't have any names in it. Essentially, we're asking who's the author of our Mishnah. The way that Ramani Barpatish asks it is, Mantana, who is the Tanaic opinion, who says that a Muad is Sagile Bishmura Pachusa? Who's the author of the Mishnah who says, now, what was the Mishnah talking about? Let's see, I couldn't assign. Okay, it was talking about sheep. That sheep, the typical way that a sheep damages is Shane and Regel. And as we know, Shane and Regel are Muad Mitrilasa. The only thing that has this concept of being uh, a Tom first, then Muad, is the issue of Karen. And Karen is usually by a uh, bull or a cow. Um, and here it says a Konis Sonladir. So. Ask Ramani Mapatish, Mantana, who is that Tanaic opinion? Give us a name who says that a Muad animal, 
because the damage usually that sheep cause is Shane Regal and you always move for Shane Regal. It's enough, it's sufficient to do a Shemira Pechuta to just close a regular gate that can stand up in regular wind. Who would that be? Well, um, Rabbi Yehudahi, or maybe should we suggest it's Rabbi Yehudahi? Ditznan. We have a Mishnah that we quote now. Uh, the Mishnah goes for five lines exactly through a Machlokas Tanoim that we'll see, and apparently our Mishnah fits uh, with Rabbi Yehuda, so maybe we'll say that our Mishnah is Rabbi Yehuda, and what we mean by that is Rabbi Yehuda and only Rabbi Yehuda. Says this Tanaic source, Kashu Balabem Maisera, if the um, uh, owner of the animal uh, tied it with its, uh, like a, a rope, Vinalafan of Karoi and closed the uh, fence or gate door properly, Vyatsva Hizik and the animal went out and damaged. Well, Echatam Vechad Muav, Chayev. Whether the animal is Tam or Muad, it would be Chayev, Divre, Rebbe, Mayor. And I boxed Rebbe Mayor. And that's interesting because apparently it can't be Rebbe Mayor who's the author of our Mishnah because our Mishnah says that the uh, person responsible would be Potter, and here in this Tanaic source is saying Chayev. Rabbi Yehuda, we also boxed Oimer, well, Tam Chayev, if the animal was a short time, it'd be Chayev, if he's Muad Potter, right? Dot underline Muad Potter, well, let's see, if it's a Son, Son is Muad for Shane and Regal, and we're talking about Shane and Regal, and here Rabbi Yehuda is saying Potter, Shanamar, because the Pasuk says, when is there liability for the person, the lo yishmenu balav, end quote, when uh, the uh, person who owns the animal didn't guard it, well, in this case, v'shomor huzeh, this guy did guard it, and, uh, well, that would fit very nicely, Rabbi Yehuda's opinion as being the uh, one that authored the Mishnah. A third opinion, Rabbi Eliezer, the only way to properly guard one of these animals is with a knife, basically, to kill it. That is the end of a Tanaic source. So should we then say that our mission is Lafi, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda only? No, says the Gemara, Afi Lutema, it could even be Rabbi Meir. Now, didn't Rabbi Meir say that Echad Tam Vechad Chayev? Well, what we're talking about in our Mishnah is HaKainest Tzoyin Ledir, shiny Shein Veregel, the type of damage that uh, Tzoyin does is Shein Veregel, Dehataira Mi'ata Bishmirasan. Because the, uh, the Torah actually limits the level of uh, liability, of really the level of responsibility to watch them, and therefore uh, that would be the case. Damar Elazar, Vamrila, and there's also Masnisatana, the following. Tanaic source goes for two, four, six, seven and a half lines and starts here. And uh, says this price, Arbadvarim Hatira Miata Bishmiras, and there's four uh, categories of damages that the Torah limits uh, how much we're going to hold the uh, person who's responsible, responsible for Elohain. And here they are number one, Boar, number two, H, number three, Shane, number four, Regel. So uh, we're familiar with all of those from previous sugyas. Uh, pit, uh, fire, um, tooth, which would be eating, regal, which would be trampling on. And we'll go over each one and see where the uh, Torah itself uh, puts uh, limitations on the responsibility of the person uh, responsible. Bor, which underlined Dixiv, the Pasuk says, Ki yiftach ish bor, o ki yichre ish bor, velo yichasenu. Uh, if a person uh, opens up a bore that's already there, or if he digs a bore and doesn't properly, and doesn't cover it, okay, that's what's required of him, to cover it. Really? Why not say he has to dig all the dirt, take all the dirt that he dug out and put it back in? It's enough just to cover it? Ha, kisuo, potter. Yes, even though that is a 
Shmira um, Pechusa, I mean, the safest thing to do would be just to fill up the hole again, but no, to cover it would be sufficient. Aisha underlined, where do we see that Aisha Shmira Pechusa is uh, sufficient? Here's an example. To see the Pasuk says, Shalem Yishalem, this is in the case of where uh, someone's fire burns something else, it says, He shall surely pay Hamav Ir Esha Be'era. It can't just be some sort of negligence. It has to be where Ad Da'avid Ke'ain Mavir. It has to be uh, the person is actually doing it almost like negligently, as though he like set it on fire actively. It doesn't have to be actively, but it has to be Bipshia, outright negligence. Shane, which I underlined, Ixiv, the Pasuk says, Ubir Bistei Acher. And uh, it consumes, that's talking about the tooth, according to some, Bistei Acher. Ad Da'avid Ke'ain Ubir has to be that it's done uh, similar to ubir, like actively setting on fire. Well, it's not the case. It's eating, like actively be a dime. That's like negligently eating. And finally, regel, and regel, dixiv, the pasuk says, vishilach ad ke'ein vishilach, which uh, again, a similar type of limud by regel, it has to be that you actually like were negligent with it, not just that it went in damage. That's the end of the Tanaic source. And, uh, You could even be Rebbe Mayer. Vitanya, we have another little brysa, three lines, which kind of backs up this point. The brysa starts here, Vishilach, and it uh, goes forth. Zeharegel, that's the, um, that's the uh, damage of regel of, of animal trampling on. Vechein Huaymer, how do we see that Vishilach indicates regel? Vishilach would be like sending forth. Where do we see regel, a connection between Shilach and regel? Well, Paskin Yishaya says, Mishalche regel hashorva hachamor. Those who send forth the regal, the verb is mishalche, and it's connected to regal. Kama, ubir, that term. Uh, what's that referring to? Ubir, zeha, shein. Now, where do we see a connection? Beer literally means like to consume or to um, to do away with. Where do we see that that's referring to uh, shein? Well, v'chein because there's a pasuk in Malachim. It says, kasher yivair hagalal ad tumoy, like the uh, tooth um, consumes uh, until the thing is finished. Okay, that's the end of the Tanaic source. Now, comma, connector, taima, the reason that you're chayiv, apparently, is David Cain, Vishilah Hubir. The reason that you're chayiv for those two things, let's say like uh, Regel and Shane, is you do similar to Vishilah Hubir. Ha, loyavid. If you didn't, lo, you would not be chayiv. Kama Amaraba, Rabba says, let's look back at our Mishnah, and precise reading of our Mishnah will also bring out this point that the Petur is Shainan Regel, not uh, Karen. Amaraba, Masisanami Deka, Dektani. Uh, if you look at the first line of our Mishnah, it said, one word in right angles, Sain. Now, we've been dealing extensively with animal damages, and most of the Mishnah has been dealing with a uh, bull or a cow. What's going on that we changed to sheep? Michti, Bishor Ka'askinan, the previous prokim, dealing with a shor ve'asi, nisni, so why don't we say ha'kainis shor ledir? We, we didn't say that. Maishna dekatani, why, like, what's the change? What's going on here? What are we to learn from the fact that this mission gave the example in the context of tzayin? Lav mishum, is it not because de ha'tara miyata bishmirasan? The Torah limits the response, unlike Karen, which is the standard damage of a shore, when it comes to uh, Shane, uh, that the Torah we just saw in the Brisa limits the responsibility of watching it. Now, comma connector, lav mishum dekan Karen loksiva buzz, not because over here we don't have Karen written, yet Shane verigel who dexiva. Only those 
the tooth which means eating, the regal which means trampling, ukamash malan, and then the chiddush should be the shein v'regal de muadinhu, that it is indeed shein v'regal of muad animals, shmamina, that that is the case. So we're talking about shein and regal and not karen. Adkan.